everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and this week we have a very special guest, actually two guests. We have Suzanne and Tom, and preface really quickly, Suzanne is of Suzanne's Bridal Boutique that I've always mentioned. You know, I love it there. It's my favorite place ever. Suzanne is also my dress sponsor, which I love her dearly, and she's also my Ninong, and um, <laughs> Ninong Tom is here too. Yay! <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, it basically means godfather and godmother in Tagalog, which is the Filipino native language, which I am half Filipino. Okay. So. Which half? Well, <laughs> my mom's half, right? Because oh. I have two halves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just all there. But yes, I'm very excited to have both of them on. And um, yeah, so thank you both for joining me. You're welcome. Nice well, to be here. Yay. <laughs> so to start off, why don't you both tell me a little bit about yourselves? Hmm. I'll let him talk. Okay. Uh, well, next year will be my 50th year of playing professionally music, and I started 1965, um, started my first band, but I actually started on the violin going back five years before that, so oh, I've wow. always always been a musician. That's all he's ever wanted to be, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I wanted to be famous, but... Well, I'm still waiting. You're still <laughs> waiting. Well, hey, you could be almost there. You never know. People get their breaks at different times. Yeah, I hope it's not before I'm... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I... Um, but I went to college, and I majored in broadcasting, and I worked at a television station, and I uh, had my first song released in 1968, produced by Dick Wagner, who just passed away... In July, he worked with Alice Cooper. He was the lead guitar player and co-wrote all of Alice's songs. Mm-hmm. And um, Susie and I moved here to Phoenix in 1977. So we've been here 37 years, and we played all over the valley. And we have a Christmas party, in fact, tonight. <laughs> it's our last one. We have a band, a duo called Two's Company mm-hmm. that, you know, we've, we've been together for a long time. So in addition to being the seamstress and the owner of Suzanne's Bridal Boutique, I sing. And, you know, that's a part of me that not very many people know about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that, you know, normally comes up in the conversation as I am pinning your wedding dress or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, by the way, I sing. You know, that, yeah. ju- that just doesn't happen. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's an integral part of my life. It's... it's um, my my father is a musician. He's a trumpet player. He taught me how to play the trumpet. Um, I was the last of five children. He says, okay, you're it. Nobody else wants to play the trumpet. You're going to play the trumpet. Oh, gosh. So, and yeah, that's, so that's how I got to learn how to play the trumpet. And um, like my dad was a fabulous trumpet player, a, a, a jazz um, a jazz trumpet player, Dixieland player. And uh, But he immigrated from the Philippines. So mm-hmm. that's the part of me that is Filipino my father, and um, he played for the Waialiali Band, Waialiali Orchestra, which was a huge orchestra in Mm -hmm. Hawaii. And um, it was, you know, our whole family sang, our whole family, you know, uh, went to church and sang, and 
we would sing in the car. That's just, you know, what we did because mm-hmm. we coming from a musical family. So, yeah, that's how I grew up, Maddie, long time ago. But anyway, <laughs> in 1974, mm-hmm. I hired Susie to be the girl singer for my band. Wonderful. She was 22 and I was 24. And this is our 40th year performing together. Oh, so cute. Yeah. We're going to do it until we get it right, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, I, I'm sure you've gotten it right before. And you can sing. Oh, thank um, you. I know you can. Yeah. yeah, because when we hired her, not only did we get, well, she played trumpet, and she sang, and she was a seamstress. So she sold all of our costumes. Perfect. Yeah, yeah so we got, we got more bang for the buck. <laughs> That's awesome. I love to hear that. And I think it's just so exciting that music is a part of your lives. And that's kind of, you know, what brings us all together at some point or another. And um, just being able to relate with that. I feel like music is a universal language. And I couldn't agree more with that statement. Absolutely. So going on more, Suzanne, about owning your own bridal boutique before we jump more into, you know, your new song and then, you know, more music in general, too. Um what, what is it like to own a bridal boutique? Oh, my gosh. Well, if you watch Say Yes to the Dress, that's mm-hmm. exactly how it is. Yeah. You don't get to see the back part of it. And as a matter of fact, that's our whole new rebranding that's coming up in the New Year's for Suzanne's. is because a lot of my brides have, have made comments to the effect that... Um, well, we never get to see you, Suzanne. You know, we never get to know you until after we've we've purchased the dress and then we go through the alterations process and the rest of the way. And that's what makes Suzanne's um, extremely special in the respect that from, that's what sets us apart from all the other bridal shops is that we do, uh, you know, I guess full service is an old fashioned word, but it's kind of a hassle free boutique where we do everything. We don't just sell you the dress and say, okay, goodbye now. No, we go through the alterations process. We take you all the way up to the day of your wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really uh, a Suzanne's brand. But the the complaint, I, and I shouldn't say it's a complaint, uh, it's just a general comment, is they refer to me as the wizard behind the curtain, so to speak. <laughs> hey, let's go see Suzanne. She's back there. Where is Suzanne? Yes. And so... Um, so basically, that's the whole rebranding of Suzanne's is that, that they're going to try to, you know, and I'm perfectly content to stay back there because, you mm-hmm. know, you come to my shop, Maddie, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Suzanne just works in the back and sits at my sewing machine, and that's that's the magic I perform. So it's really kind of, um, it's really kind of uh, like everybody goes, well, we want to know who Suzanne is. Well, mm-hmm. you know who Suzanne is. Everybody knows who Suzanne is really after they buy the dress. But yes. now we're going to try to bring uh, Suzanne up into the forefront oh, and nice. I'm, like, I'm like really I like it back there <laughs> <laughs> it's nice back there yeah so, yeah that's She's awesome Su- Susie the singing seamstress <laughs> mm-hmm. that's perfect you can have a more perfect title there yeah there you go it's pretty official I have to say <laughs> okay <laughs> so what inspired you to take on that job and how did you you know become a seamstress and doing that because I know that Tom also mentioned that um, you also sewed all of the band costumes and you know that's I did how it started too well as a matter of fact I just wrote a post on Facebook this morning um, to that effect as to you know I'm I come from Hawaii like we were poor um, 
We didn't have uh, a mall to go to to buy clothes. Uh, we waited until summer when all of our cousins in Honolulu would get their clothes, uh, you know, their hand-me-downs, so to speak, and send it to us. Mm-hmm. So I would sit there and we'd recreate all these beautiful clothes, and that's that's how we got clothes. Uh, for Christmas, instead of toys, we got a piece of fabric, and that became a beautiful dress, you know. And if you, you know, if you wanted to look good, you had to know how to sew. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone knew how to sew. We got sent, my mom was a seamstress. Um, you know, back in the day, they weren't day, daycare centers, so mm-hmm. I would have to sit on the side while my mom sews. And I learned. I was padding suit fronts by the time I was five. Oh, wow. Um, you know, um, so and her godmother was Guadalupe Bulatao, who was mm. a pretty big designer in Hawaii. Um, she owned a, uh, a shop called Originals by Guadalupe in Lihue. And she sewed for a lot of the movie stars. And um, Imelda Marcos was a, uh, was, um, she was a constant visitor to mm-hmm. uh, the Bulatao's. As you know, the Marcoses, after they got um, uh, ousted from the Philippines, spent uh, their last days. Uh, well, he's, he spent his last days. Uh, Nana Imelda is still alive. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, but they spent their uh, last days on Ferdinand Marcos on Kauai. So, uh, but she, you know, Guadalupe would, would sew for all these big movie stars. And, you know, I was young and had small hands, so I would be the one that was beating. And I learned how, so that's how I learned how to sew. But I always wanted to be a rock star. That was my aspiration. Oh, perfect. I'm glad. And I always wanted to be a seamstress. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can totally see it. I believe it completely. Yeah. So that's great, though. And with that being said, we have to take a short little break before we can ask you some more questions. But I have many for you. So, oh, boy. Oh, okay. boy. But keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Suzanne and Tom. So we were just talking a little bit more with Suzanne at the end of the last segment about her bridal boutique, what inspired her to take that on, and just kind of how that all came about. 
And now, um, I guess we're going to kind of get more into the music aspect of things with both of you together. I know you had mentioned that you formed Two's Company. So do you want to go a little bit more into depth about that and kind of how that all came together and who was involved with it and just, you know, the storyline? Oh, sure. Go ahead. Well, we started in Michigan. And in 1976, we moved the whole band to California. And we had a four-piece band called Quinn. And uh, by 1977, the band had broken up, and my mother and grandparents were living here in Phoenix. So we thought, let's try Phoenix. So in September of 77, we moved here, and we didn't know any other musicians at the time. And there was a popular TV show called Three's Company with John Ritter, and Susie said, how about Two's Company? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how the name, you know, came about. Yes, but yeah, so that's for awesome. The last thirty-seven years we've been playing here in the Valley as Two's Company. Yep. And we played ev- all over the Valley. A lot. We did a, l- a lot of wedding receptions and nightclubs, and now we're doing a lot of retirement places. Yeah. Uh, yeah, to people our own age, because we're there. We're almost there, Maddie. <laughs> oh, God. In 1979, we produced our own uh, album mm-hmm. on vinyl. Yes, vinyl. You don't remember that, right? Yeah. I know what they are, though. Well, okay. Yeah, they still make them, actually. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so after 40 years, we have 1,350 songs in our repertoire. Oh, wow. We could play three days without repeating a song. Oh. <laughs> One of these days we'll try it, right? Yeah, we'll have, instead of a <laughs> instead of a 40, well, we just had our 40th anniversary. So say on the 45th, we'll just do a three-day marathon. Yeah. And, it, and it'll be like the new Woodstock, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like an iPod on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Continuously going. <laughs> One loop. Okay. Yes. But yeah, that would, we've never tried that. <laughs> I don't think I could stay awake for three days. Yeah, could you? Yeah, no, no. So we won't do that, Maddie. Okay? Yeah. But it's just when we were playing nightclubs, every week we'd learn the latest mm-hmm. hit song. And if Very we played cool. a wedding reception, we learned a special song for the first dance. And we just kept adding songs and we never got rid of any songs. You just kind of kept them in your pocket <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, they're all there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, when we play out, we always put our song list out for people to look at. Um, it's a lot easier than reading minds. Yep. But Tom has written a Christmas song. Yes. And that was, you know, the main focus of us visiting you because it's it's a it's a pretty cool little Christmas song. It's about a uh, um, the son, a son of Santa Claus, and his name is Sammy. And uh, his special gift was giving everyone hugs, mm-hmm. really, really wonderful hugs. Yes. And um, so, hence the title, A Great Big Christmas Hug. Yes. Uh, and, you know, Tom just got tired of hearing the same old Christmas songs over and over again. So he decided he was going to uh, write a Christmas song. And it's really special because you know about our daughter, April, and our two grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So it's really special because we're going to start and t- um, start to tell Alice about Sammy Claus, you know, because we hope it's going to be 
Alice's little Christmas story and, you know, every child's Christmas story. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping it'll be a 30-minute television special that be that will be played <laughs> yes. every Christmas from here on till the end of time. That would be wonderful. We were just talking um, before we started the show. You know, Michael Buble has, like, a white Christmas special and you know he did a rendition of that song and literally did all this promo for it and now he like Suzanne said there's gonna be another special for it and there's probably gonna be one next year so um if that could happen oh. count me in okay <laughs> yeah. I'll watch <laughs> no no you could sing the song oh good and we could re- release it as a Maddie Rose single oh good and Nino Tom can be your producer. Because <laughs> you produce as well. You're yeah. multi-talented. Well, you know, we have to keep it in the yes. family. <laughs> yes. But that's not a bad idea, Maddie. Yeah. You're a pretty darn good singer yourself. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. No, the whole premise of the, of the song was <gasps> Santa had a son named Sammy, but Sammy was kind of an oddball. He wasn't real good at making toys. And uh, but he had really long arms, and when he gave you a hug, it you was felt a sp- like you were. It hugged. was a special hug. Oh, that's yeah. so cute! So he found his gift. He found his gift. Absolutely, everyone. God gave all of us our gifts. So mm-hmm. you know that was Sammy's. So yeah, it's a cute little song. I'm still waiting for mine. You are. Yeah. Your gift is you are the perpetual musician. It's called arrested adolescence. <laughs> Peter Pan syndrome. No, Tom's gift is, Tom's gift, um, which is why I love him so much, is he loves music. Mm -hmm. He never, ever doubted for one minute Mm -hmm. what he loved. Are you going to cry? I am, because, you know, it it kind (laughs) of makes me sad, but happy to think about, you know, how many people search all their lives for what they want, Mm -hmm. or what they want to be, or what they love. Mm -hmm. No, he loves music. In the story. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to cry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. Oh, I love you, too, Manny. But, yes. I love everybody. <laughs> We're he, just, re- he really does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're just going to give everybody a great big Christmas hug. Hey, great segue. <laughs> yes. I'm here for you on those promos. <laughs> but that's wonderful, though. And I, I truly love that and that aspect. Um just the fact that there is a new Christmas song out there and that it's getting out to people and uh, hopefully it'll be their new favorite song for Christmas. I hope so. It's currently on iTunes and many others. Perfect. That's the broadcaster in him just coming out. But wait, there's more. (laughs) Have your credit cards ready. Operators are standing by. Not sold in any store. And if you act fast, you'll get it fast. (laughs) That's perfect. You're just prepared for all of this. I know. I was a Boy Scout. <laughs> oh, were you? I was. Did that help you in it broadcasting? Did. It did. Yeah. I'm prepared for anything. That's great. But, yeah. So what was it like during the production process of this song? Because, um, you know, every song kind of has their own little pathway of how it all starts. Yeah. And, of course, you kind of explain that to me. And then to the production aspect, it could take, like, days or, you know, some people take months, and it all varies. I wrote the song in 06, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And I always, when I write songs, I always write the lyrics first because they're the hardest to get. Yes, I agree. And then once the lyrics are written, then I put music to it. Um. And when I finished it all, I went to a friend 
a recording studio and I wanted to get it done before Christmas of 06. And I sang it for the family on Christmas Eve. You did. Mm-hmm. And when it was over, my niece said, It's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Well, not quite like that, but. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just think it has a lot of potential. I can see all the Sammy Claus dolls there on the Toys R Us shelves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's um, got the marketing and the production, you know, promotion. All, I can all see it all now. That's perfect. And before you know it, it's going to be a Hallmark movie. There you there go. You yeah, go. or a Lifetime movie. Or a Lifetime movie. Yeah. That's it's a true. family classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so true. You would be surprised at how many things you see in the store that are like on the Hallmark Channel. I've I'm always obsessed with the Hallmark Channel during mm-hmm. the holiday season. I literally spent hours just on the couch like oh i've seen this movie like 10 times but it's always so good like okay you'd think it would get tiring after that but i like to meet their their promotion because the i cry i i when you watch a hallmark commercial and they're opening the the card and i mean yeah i'd like to meet those people because oh yeah i cry at every last one of those they pull your heartstrings they do they're very touching Mm mm-hmm Maybe they could promote Sammy Claus. Yes. They also went to the guilt trip. Because Hallmark <laughs> used to have, when you care enough to send the very best. And if you didn't send Hallmark. It wasn't you, the best. You didn't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> For a lack of a better word. Right. Oh, gosh. I don't think they use it anymore. We're trying to get yeah. the Hallmark people on our side, Tom. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. We love Enough. Hallmark. I yeah, just, we love I Hallmark. I was just kidding. We love Hallmark a lot. that's awesome so it looks like we're ready to take another short little break so keep it right here you're listening to the fame game looking for a show about your favorite movies stars and dvd releases Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas would soon be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. 
and Mama in her handkerchief and I in my cap, I had just settled down for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash. I tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eye should appear but a miniature sleigh with eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and that he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Common, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves before wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle mount to the sky. So up on the housetop, the, the courses they flew with the slave little toys in St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew my head, I was and I was turning around. Down the chimney, St. Nicholas came with the bound. He was all dressed in fur from his head to his foot, and clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back and looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses and his nose was like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow and the beard on his chin was white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth and the smoke encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and tiny round and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump and a right jolly old elf and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work, work and filled the, all the stockings and turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside his nose and giving a nod, and up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh to his team, gave a whistle, and they all flew away like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim when he drove out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams, move forward, make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you miss the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to Welcome our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, as you know, back with Suzanne and Tom. So, again, we were just talking a little bit about A Great Big Christmas Hug, which is their brand new song. Um, Tom actually wrote it, and he said that he wrote it originally in 2006, and it's officially finished and out on iTunes <laughs> now. So, you should check it out. I like it. But, you know, going more into Two's company, how would you describe your type of music? I mean, you sing a lot of genres, though. Eclectic. Eclectic. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, well, because we sing, when we first came to B, and we started playing um, privately, that's when we had to learn, like, all the Glenn Miller stuff, remember? <laughs> we, we, well... Originally, when we started in 1974, we were playing the local all <clears throat> rock and roll. Yeah, that's true. To people our own age. It wasn't until around 1987 we started playing these retirement places. Mm-hmm. Private parties and stuff. And at that know. time, they were people our parents' age. So they wanted to hear Glenn Miller and Tommy Dorsey songs, so we learned them. But as, the, as time has gone on, now the age gap is narrower and now they're people more our age and so we'll get to play the Beatles again mm-hmm. yeah and the Rolling Stones and all the things we like to play yeah. originally mm-hmm. but couldn't but oh well you know but I guess we're rock and rollers if you want to categorize it we're uh, put us in the category of aging rockers I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> classic rock classic rock classic rock go. Go. yeah but we do country and, and we do Hawaiian songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did hear you sing a Hawaiian song. Yes. At your last party, your anniversary party. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, was she there? Yes. Oh, I, I didn't know. I was there. Okay, because 
October 26th, we had an anniversary party. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there was about 125 people there. There was a lot of people. <laughs> there was. And it was the first party I ever played for where I knew everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't have a chance to talk to everyone because we were performing as yeah. well. It was fun, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like we'd play a song and they'd say, and then somebody would come up, yes, you used to do that at the Caravan Inn. Or, yes, I love that song from, you know, from the Roadhouse or whatever. But, yeah, it was mm-hmm. great. It was just a great party. I, we didn't get much music played because we stopped no. and talked to everybody. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was fun. It was great. It was good. Yeah. Great. So 10 years from now, after they check us out of the restaurant, <laughs> we'll have another one. No, but we're, well, I don't know. I still haven't quite gotten rid of the 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 Woodstock genre mm-hmm. for the 45th. Three days, a marathon. You on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd love yeah. to do every song. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We'll uh, do it for charity. Yeah, we Perfect. should. Aging musicians. <laughs> We have the promo going and everything, you see. I know, I know. Just never. brainstorming sessions. I know. Never ends, Matt. Never mm-hmm. ends. I'm sure not at all. No. But that's so wonderful that, you know, you guys, again, have been continuing this for so long and that it still never gets old. And that's one of the things. It's just like when you truly love to do something, it's not going to get tiring because no. you love to do it. So it's a passion. That it is. And the thing of it is, is that, you know, we used to work playing our music and that was our livelihood but now it's like you know when we we show up to play it's because we love to play it's not necessarily because you pay me to play um you know it's it's we show up and play music because we love to play music so the bottom line is the bridal shop makes all the money (laughs) (laughs) well it does but you know it it's which is my passion as well Mm-hmm. You know, because really, everybody goes, well, what, what, what morphed you from being a musician into being, you know, into, mm-hmm. into a bridal shop? They don't see the, the natural progression they don't understand. of things. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but basically, I mean, I've never stopped sewing. That's the backbone. That's always been the backbone of Suzanne's is the fact that I'm the seamstress there. I'm, you know, I'm the one that, that takes, it, takes you from A to Z. I mean, but... I I don't know. I don't know where it morphed into that, but seriously, I, I see both intertwined, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, it's still both are a part of me, you know? I, I can, so the fact that I can sing in, in the interim doesn't take away from the fact that I can sew, you know? Yeah, not at all. You know, it's what the gifts God gave you, you know? Yeah, and that's what feeds you, too. Yeah, absolutely. Keeps you motivated and keeps yeah. you going. Yeah, keeps me young. Keeps <laughs> on my toes. Yes. <laughs> And and that's true, you know, just going back for a second to Suzanne's bridal, I know how hard you work back there, and it's definitely always on your toes because you never know what somebody's going to want, what type of bride you're going to get, or, you know, all of that, all together, what you're going to have to do for the day. Right, so. absolutely. And then on the weekend, I go and sing. Yay. And everything, <laughs> everything, all the tension and stress, because really, Suzanne's mm-hmm. bridal is... is it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It's huge, and it's a lot of work. But my singing will always just be what I do for fun, mm-hmm. you know. And it's what Tom and I share. Yes. You know, we've been married for a long time, and and um, which in itself is a rare breed, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, but it's what we share together, so. 
You know, something I'm never going to give up because he put that in the marriage contract anyway. Yeah. Till death do, you know, you will always play in the band. Till death do us part. Yours was special. Oh, jeez. You had a special marriage contract. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, he, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> Uncle Tom. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah. Um, that's about it. That's... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, you know, going through all of the events that you've done, I know that you mentioned, like, weddings, and then, you know, there's sometimes there are just maybe, like, parties and then nightclubs. What has been the most memorable event for you? If you can just pick one off the top of your head that kind of sticks out to you. Hmm. Good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> Any which way. Or both. <laughs> or both. Hmm. I think we're one. still waiting for that perfect gig. Yeah, I don't know. For me, that perfect gig was. I and it's so funny because I couldn't. I can't even remember the pl- name of the place that we played, but it was, was the one that we did not too long ago, where the people were so wonderful that we didn't take a break. I mean, Aww. everything we played, they loved. They came up. They requested. They interacted. They danced, and they had a great time. Mm-hmm. And before we knew it. It was time to go home, and we hadn't taken a break. Yeah, so we played three continuous hours. Oh, wow. But, but we enjoyed it. It was yeah, fun. Great. Because we were playing mu- music that we loved. Mm-hmm. Yes. And also, um, Tom was at the top of his game. I mean, you know, Maddie, you know, you're a singer. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you go and, I mean, there's some days that you can sing notes that you never thought you could. Oh, it's so true. Um, and then there's other days where, oh, really? Okay, I have to sing now. Let's hope that it yeah. sounds happy. Like, are you sure I'm a singer? <laughs> exactly. Really? Okay. But, I mean, this was like a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was, that's a memorable game. We played, we play so much. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've done, like, we were on the road for, what, four consecutive years before we moved to phoenix yeah. i was anyway that's right you toured all over the world yeah. what was that like that was amazing yeah <laughs> was fun lots of traveling yeah you bet it was a lot of fun and you know um yeah because really back that was a perfect world though i mean i don't think if i had a daughter now i would send my daughter out and to do to do that now mm-hmm. um but i mean think about it we we played a nightclub and our agent would send us to another town, and we play another nightclub. I mean, everywhere from I started in, I left Hawaii, and I flew to Florida. I broke into the the Vamps for we we had a two week hiatus while I broke into the band, and our first job was in Wisconsin Rapids. Oh wow! In February, <sighs> I didn't even own a winter coat or a pair of shoes. Oh gosh! So. But you know, it was we played in a club in Wisconsin Rabbits, and mm-hmm. uh, and then two weeks later we were someplace else, and you know, all over the South, all over the Midwest, and I was young, and it was you know, I look at some of the nineteen-year-olds I employ now, and I go, wow, I don't think they could have done it, you know, mm-hmm. not, not that I was anything special, but it's just a different world. Yeah, you know? it takes a rare breed. Yeah, but it was heck, it was fun. Yeah. Susie played in Canada a lot. Yeah, I lived there for a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, I'm sure. Come on, Maddie. Everybody should do it. I yes, mean, you know, it's of like, course. Yeah, everybody should do it. My father had a shot at, at um, he played for the Waiale Ali Orchestra, and, and they used to play at the King Theater in um, 
in Honolulu where the the all the luxury mats and liners and the cruise mm-hmm. liners would would come to and um he had a chance i mean he saw uh they they played alongside of all of the um the big orchestras that came off the ship so mm-hmm. um he he got to see Harry James and the, and the Starlighters and um Rafael Mendez um the Dorsey brothers uh Benny Goodman he got to play with all of those big names and he had an offer to play with Rafael Mendez. Oh wow. And but he was under contract to the plantation. Yeah. So he was an immigrant yeah. worker from the Philippines. So he couldn't leave to go mm-hmm. be a rock star, you know, yeah. and, and even though he had the talent and the drive to do so. So when it came when I got my shot with the Vamps, he said, "Go." Yeah. He says, "I could I I wanted to go but I couldn't." He mm-hmm. says, "You need to go." Yeah. Oh, it was fun. I love that. Yeah. It's super fun. And the fact that you got to, you know, live out your dreams and start somewhere is always a great thing. And we actually have to take a quick little break again. I know the time goes by so fast in the air. But um, keep it right here. You're listening to The Thing. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. Maddie Rose here with Tom and Suzanne. So we're in our final segment. I know it's been a lot of fun on the air. And we've talked about so many great things from, you know, Suzanne's Bridal Boutique to Two's Company to, you know, a great big Christmas hug, which, again, I'm telling you all to please check out on iTunes because I know you're going to love it. It's going to be your favorite song, I promise you. <laughs> it's my favorite Christmas song. It's his favorite Christmas song. How can How can we doubt that? <laughs> so... That's just a wonderful thing. And the fact that, you know, their musical inspirations are so inspiring to us as well. And one of the next questions, speaking of musical inspirations that I wanted to ask you is, who do you both look up to for musical inspiration? So much. Somebody who's taller than me. <laughs> That's a good one. I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> who do I love as a female singer? I would have to say Barbara Streisand. She's amazing. Yeah. She's, Linda Ronstadt. I knew that was mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. And Linda, if you're listening to this, we'd like to play for your next um, party. <laughs> she's in Tucson, isn't she? No, she's in San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. We've got your address. <laughs> we'll show up one day. They're ready. <laughs> you just say the word and we'll be there. I know it. No, she's 
She's my favorite female singer, other than Susie. Oh, thank you, dear. And you're my favorite <laughs> male singer, so there you go. <laughs> but it, for me, it was the Beatles. Oh, um, yeah. They, their great. music was so different from anything else that was out at that time. They really revolutionized the whole music, popular music at the time. Mm-hmm. I was happily playing my violin in the school orchestra, and... Um, and I looked at them and I said, I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And so I did. Yeah. Well, for me, it, for me, it was, you know, you grew up with that, but I grew up with big band, you know, mm-hmm. big band stuff. Um, and while he was listening to the Beatles, although the Beatles did hit Hawaii, we were listening to Don Ho and the Lees and Sam Kapoor and... Uh, Kui Lee and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the stuff I, I grew up with. And, um, I mean, there's no better harmony than the Lees. Um, Sam Kapu was like Paul, you know, Paul McCartney to the Beatles. I mean, we were all drooling over Sam Kapu because he was so beautiful. <laughs> You're like, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, for sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. Different, different lifestyles. 3,000 miles away from each other, 6,000 mm-hmm. miles away. Yeah, she grew up on an island in the Pacific Ocean, and yes. I grew up on a peninsula in Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, hey, but it all came together, though. Most yeah, important part. Pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I was at the local music store, and the drummer for her band was there, and I overheard him say that uh, she was leaving the group, and our band was looking for a girl singer because if you had a girl singer, you could play nicer clubs for more money. And so yeah. that was the main reason. I upgraded the band. Is yes. That <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Essentially, yes. Yeah, we moved up the ladder a little bit. Mm-hmm. But hey, that worked out perfect. It was like fate. You know, you overheard somebody. Like, how, how often does that happen to you? Just like in the midst of the moment, like we're looking for a female singer. Yeah. And then there you overhear. Is. Yep, there it is. And you said that you were in Michigan too and that she, being her for being from Hawaii was so different. We never met anyone from, from Hawaii. <laughs> um, we all look the same except we're a little browner. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. but, but it was so funny because for me, it, I've always played show bands, mm-hmm. okay? Because, I mean, coming from Hawaii where there's a tourist industry, all the sh- all the bands, even the bands, just a, a regular band and a showroom and a nightclub was a show band. So I wanted to play rock and roll, and these guys played rock and roll. Mm-hmm. In 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 essence, he come he walked up to me and he said, "My name is Tom Novak, and I play in a band." And I, I, I wish I, I wish I could go back in time and, and, and I re- still redo remember that. that. Yeah, because she I, looked at me like so. Yeah, do you see the band I'm with? Come on, you know. And it was it was something. But then I went to listen to them, mm-hmm. um, and um, Tom has Tom can really sing. He's yes, he's he awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, at that time, Chris Carell was with them, and Chris Carell went on to play with um, Michael Jackson. He was some guitar player and Randy was a great bass player. They were they were awesome, but they were playing a different type of music that I've never played before. Like solid, pretty solid funk and rock. Mm-hmm. And it was time to do that. For sure. Yeah. So I did it. It was great. Fun. 
Yay. It was fun, man. It was and fun. 40, 40 years later, <laughs> here we are it. sitting here talking to you. Yes, yes, and I'm glad. So finally, how can others find out more about Suzanne's Bridal and Two's Company? Well, you can check out Suzanne'sBridalBoutique.com. You can like us on Facebook. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. And if you want to find out about Two's Company, you can... Call me there, too, because I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> Perfect. It's a one-stop shot. Pretty much, yes. So I love that. And again, thank you both for joining me. It's been such a pleasure. And Suzanne, you know that, well, both of you are very close in my heart, and you're like my family. And uh, You are. Yeah. You're, you're my god, baby. And you've thank given you. me so much, and I can't thank you enough. Oh, so You're welcome, honey. Love you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So with that being said, let's make a big Christmas hug your next favorite holiday song your favorite please, one yeah please before i, I get any older <laughs> yes. merry christmas to everyone yes merry christmas so here it is a great big christmas hug there's a secret i know about the nepal i think it's time to tell you the story santa had a son a beautiful boy and everyone called him Sammy He had big droopy eyes And he was very shy His arms were very long In spite of his size His two front teeth Were bigger than the rest But Sammy had a special gift That no one could resist He gave a Christmas hug A Christmas hug That warms you to the bone it's stronger than 10,000 bears and tighter than a bow. It doesn't cost a penny and fills your heart with love. The special gift that Sammy gave was a great big Christmas hug. The children in the town below were waiting patiently. Santa would be coming soon and fill their hearts with glee. Sammy was excited too cause Santa said to him, Sammy, ride with me tonight and keep me company. Christmas hug, a Christmas hug that warms you to the bone. It's stronger than ten thousand bears and tighter than a bow. It doesn't cost a penny and fills your heart with love. The special gift that Sammy gave was a great big Christmas hug. So wrap your arms around your friends with a great big Christmas hug. So thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. This show has been produced by the Kid Star Radio Network for Voice America Kids. And again, thanks for listening. And up next is a song of the Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.
My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 